welcome to Self-Proclaimed Intellectual. You've just got a smile and hang out with intelligent people. Hi, Travis. Hey, Adam. <laughs> this is Travis. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> You're just the, supposed to go with it. For those of us that have missed us over the last couple of weeks, they this, don't remember who we are. <laughs> this is Adam. And this is Travis. And this is... Stuff. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> we were just, Wait. <laughs> we were just talking about that. Radio Crap. Lab, This American we, Life, Planet what Money. What are we I just I actually just started listening to it a lot more. It doesn't bode well for us that we can't remember the name <laughs> of our own podcast. We are self-proclaimed intellectuals. That's Welcome right. back, Travis. Thanks, you too, man. How I long has it. it how long has it been since we recorded? It's been more than our usual month yeah. off, so yeah. so that's too bad. Oh well. We'll we'll find our groove again. Hopefully we remember how to do this. Uh, I think if, you're, gonna... if you're hearing us, it's a good sign. <laughs> <laughs> we're just gonna do the whole thing in a real calm, calm low voice. Mm, you've you've entered the self-proclaimed intellectuals <laughs> coffee shop. Let's go ahead and uh, talk about um, some smart things. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. Okay, it's so soothing. Just gonna take so, a nap. So, Travis, since we've been gone so far, so long, and you're a little more of a podcast entrepreneur than I am, uh, go yeah. ahead and coach me on what's next. Well, at this point, if we had any content. We yes. would start talking about it. Okay, and then so what would I so do? it's a it's a good idea to introduce your topic. Okay, uh, and then you kind of give some teaser points, and then you flesh it out. Now, does the introduction have to be clever or witty? It helps if it is, but okay. uh, you know, if you're emotionally and humorly crippled like us, then, yeah, then you can skirt yeah, around it. Yeah, okay, yeah. You want to introduce today's topic? Sure. So, <laughs> so today we're going to talk about uh, coaching and what exactly it is, and if we should all look for coaches in various aspects of our lives. Yep. So, tell us about that, Adam. What do you think? What do you think about it? You know, I feel bad uh, because I don't actually remember the original. Where did I originally read about this or think about it? Was it you? Maybe. So I have a vested interest in coaching stuff. That's one of my yes. favorite things to do yeah. is is helping people specifically with their finances we've talked about on the show yeah. before and other kinds of things. So. But I don't think it was you. I think I read, a, I read an article, I think, on some random website that was basically um, <clears throat> professional athletes have coaches because, I mean, obviously, you know, I don't think that's a shock to most people, sure. because they are – because – they want to be the absolute best they can be, and they realize that w- they will never reach the top without good coaches. Mm-hmm. And so why don't we do that in our normal lives? Why don't we have coaches? If we want to be the best we can be at whatever we do, uh, whether it be the job or, I guess, life, why don't we have coaches? Because right. obviously they're so important sure. and effective in other realms. Sure. So give us some examples of things that you might uh, – so I think everyone's familiar with coaching in the in the typical application of – a sports team. You, yes. know, you probably had a coach for your little league team or uh, in high school, but then you kind of give up on it. Maybe you had sort of a mentor at work uh, when you first signed on or something like that. Well, I guess that kind of asks the question exactly what what is a coach? Right. What role is that? What exactly? Because if you apply if you apply the basketball coaching, and I'm just using basketball as, as any sport, mm-hmm. um, what exactly do they do? They give you drills. <laughs> <laughs> they give you a game plan. Uh-huh. Um, 
they they put the appropriate people in at the appropriate time, check to make sure you're doing okay, take you out for a break. Oh, you know, and what are they doing? And so so what a coach in your in your financial life or your you know your work would they do similar things, exact same things? You know, would would a coach at my teaching profession be like, you know what, Dreer, I'm gonna take you out for a day. You need a break. You know, <laughs> you've been in for you've been in for too long, or you know, you you just you, you know, would they? You know, what exactly would it look like? Right, so, right. Um, I, I think the the biggest thing that you said that differentiates a coach from some other thing, like maybe a mentor or uh, training or teaching uh, something, you're intimately familiar with yeah uh you said it probably best is is game plan so the way i've heard about and studied coaching is that uh they more or less write the plays they help devise the game plan but leave the execution to the person okay and so if you think about that in the sense of maybe uh maybe a vocal coach could be a type of coach yeah and they say, here are the exercises you need to do to improve, and we're going to have, you know, you're going to have, uh, you'll record a podcast, or maybe you're going to give a speech, and that's why you're getting a vocal yes. coach. Uh, so you're going to do these drills, you're going to do this sort of practice. Should we get a vocal coach for us? Dude, I've I've thought about it. <laughs> really? Yeah, man. Hmm. That I great? never even thought about that in the terms of a podcast voice. I just always think about it as... As far as singing. Yeah, sure. Do they have vocal coaches that could teach you for Oh, yeah. There, there are coaches for anything and everything you can imagine, like Man. like public speaking or interviewing that'll teach you, you know, they'll, they'll drill you on the typical yeah. interview questions and yeah. that kind of thing. Huh. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. Sorry to interrupt your. No, it's, it's your, so basically span there. the the game plan and then it, the execution is left up to the person. Yeah. So what what interests me a little bit, and like I said, I'm gonna keep going back to sports because that's where you most see it. But is to me in sports, coaches have some serious power. Mm-hmm. You know, they say at practice, you know what, I was tired of how you guys did this this, this weekend at the game. You know, go run, and you just run until you throw up. <laughs> do those do those athletes have to? I I guess not, but that coach has some serious power. So would coaches in in your life or in your job, would they all have that much power? But to me, that leads me to, does a coach really have that power, or does the athlete know, I can say no to this, but that'll take me out of the game. Right, right. And so they don't actually have that power. I'm giving them the power, but I'm giving it to them because I want to be better, and I know I will not be a part of the game if I do not follow the plan. So one of the things that I studied in uh, business administration, business school, MBA stuff, is there's various, there are all kinds of four quadrant graphs, you know? Yeah. And so there's one that has, and we'll post this, I'll I'll find it and post it in the show notes, but there are four different levels of leadership. And at one level, the person has low ability and low decision-making power. And that would be more of like a, like a management thing where you're saying you need to do this and this is how you need to do it. And then it kind of elevates into more of a mentorship role. And then coaching is one of those quadrants where they have the ability to do things, but they have less of the decision-making power. And that's like a precursor to leadership. So I think that for a lot of coaches, the goal is to get people uh, that have potential and have ability yeah. You want to teach them how to make good decisions so they can make their own game plan. Like if you think about a basketball team, yeah. they're leaders on the court. Yeah. 
Uh, and those guys function kind of as a sub coach, yeah. as a coach on the floor. So I think that's where that fits in is, is if you don't know uh, how to progress to the next step, you know you have the ability, yeah. but you're not sure what the game plan is. Okay. Help you get to that. So, so that's so that's our that's our coach that's our coach, right? Game plan. Um, somebody helps you kind of get there. So, do we need them? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> should we should we incorporate them more into into the world? Which again, you know, when I, when I originally read that article, it made sense to me. It made it made a lot of sense to me. I was thinking, yeah, that's that's actually I never I'm su- surprised I never thought about that more because of the fact that. These people that we idolize as these players, they're that good because they've been taken there. They will not. They. I. I mean, I don't think anybody would argue that they would not be that good had they not had coaches. Right. Yeah. So somebody that I listen to a podcast that I don't as frequently mention when we're talking <laughs> is Dan Miller, yeah. who wrote Forty Eight Days to the Work You Love. It's a book about how to engage in the job finding process and, you know, find something and get a job that you actually care about that pays well and yeah. the whole shebang. Uh, and he calls himself a career coach. Yeah. And that's kind of his outlet for that. And he says, I, I hire people all the time to coach me in various aspects, whether it's speech or whether yeah. it's something technical, like how to put together his website or a sales coach, all sorts of different so the, things. So the coach gets coaches. I think, I think if you're... the benefit of coaching. Yeah, I think if you're yeah. in that world more deeply you realize and you know the right people too yeah you realize how be- how beneficial it can be huh well i mean i i obviously we always go back to this because it's the sector i'm in but with with education you have like instructional coaches or mm-hmm. curriculum coaches mm-hmm. um i don't believe and i feel bad i get you know i've been in it for 10 years so i guess i have the the i guess i'm a little bit have a little bit of a past if i've forgotten the first few years right <laughs> but I don't believe I've ever actually directly worked with an instructional coach in my district. I don't mm-hmm. think we ever had them um, mm-hmm. in that mm-hmm. exact role. Uh, but I do know one of the one of the first things to go when budget cuts came around, districts just started cutting coaches, cutting <laughs> cutting instructional coaches. That just mm-hmm. wasn't you know they just decide to leave teachers up to themselves and just cut all those roles, or they cut them down to one. But you know if you have one that that helps with twenty or twenty five schools, you know, and each school has fifty. Teachers, yeah, it's just it's not going to be effective way to do it. So I think that's another important distinction of what coaching is too, is that it requires at least some personal attention. Oh yeah, like you're just a manager if you say, okay, I need the team to go do this. Yeah, and that's a good point because you you got to know your team good enough to really be able to coach them, right? And to to give each player what they need or each person what they need to hear. Yeah, and that's that's what I thought was interesting about it is it's it's too bad that they just they just and that's that's the first thing to go. Um, imagine, imagine if an NBA team was having some budget issues and they decided, you know what, we're just going to cut the coach. <laughs> That's right. Let's just, let's when just, the players shoot the, the baskets, players are good. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're, they're trained. So let's just, uh, let them go with it. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. But that's exactly what happens. Yeah. And then I started thinking, well, exactly, you know, should the, should the principal be, you know, he's kind of the coach of the team. He's kind of the head of the team. Is mm-hmm. that, should that be more of his job or should that be more of his place? But on the other hand, he's administration. He's meant to just... Or she, mm-hmm. sorry, I'm just speaking in my own kind of sure. Um, to just organize things and place things. So right. Uh, 
So, so there's another benefit, and we're going to sprinkle in as we go along here benefits yeah. of of having a coach, whether it's personally or as a group. Yeah. Uh, and another thing with the NBA example or the the team example is they have a different perspective on things too. Yeah. So you know, one of the things when I have talked to people about their finances or whatever it may be, their their fitness, their health, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, my perspective is from the outside and they have all these emotions and they're vested in it. Like it's their life and they have to do the things. Uh, And sometimes that makes it less clear. Sometimes, uh, sometimes you need somebody to say, Hey, look, I'm not you, but in some sense, that's a good thing. I can see the direction that you're going. Absolutely. And because it's because we're so capable of talking ourselves into any load of crap we want. Right. Yeah. You you delude yourself. Especially when it comes to important things, you know, maybe you're talking about your, how you eat or those things. It's like, God did really good in the last, 30 minutes of mm-hmm. not eating bad. I, I deserve to eat bad. You know, <laughs> right. <laughs> just a total, right, right, right. Yeah, so you, it definitely would have to, it would help to have somebody. Sure. But, it, but it's also hard, too, to have somebody else say, you know what, that's mm-hmm. a poor choice. It's, and it's a high trust. It. It's yeah. a high trust thing because yeah. you have to know that they've got your best interest in mind because otherwise it's just like telling you what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, so whether we need coaches, you know, obviously people that are coaches are vested in saying, yeah, you need me. Yeah, just yeah, and I I need other people, well, but see, you need I, me. I see that's see that's actually one of the problems I see. If this was ever to try to people try to push us into more jobs, is I kind of feel, and I could be wrong here. I kind of feel a lot of people view them as, and maybe it's the fault of some poor ones, but kind of shady or scheme me. Mm-hmm. You know, oh, they're just a life coach. What does a life coach do? Or sure. that, that guy's just, you know, you know, cause we hire people to come to the district sometime or two in businesses to come in and, and give a, a speech or give something that you know, kind of generic mm-hmm. things. And I think a lot of people might view that as, I don't know. I'm not. Yeah, no, I totally agree with you. I think that, I think that there are definitely, you know, somebody could call themselves a life coach and be totally not worth paying for or spending time with and then vice versa somebody that could really make a huge difference in your life and i think um okay so there's a there's a big difference between like a motivational speaker somebody that's just there to to pump you up artificially yeah give that little hype and then somebody that actually gives you a tangible game plan so the difference is to me the difference is is this person really telling me you can do it go yeah get it done or or saying yeah, cheerleader versus yeah. saying, hey, this is the play. This is what yeah. you need to do to pay down your debt. These are the exercises yeah. you need to do to get in shape. These yeah. are the foods you need to cut yeah. out to lose weight or yeah. whatever. Yeah, and I... Uh, and you can do it, go. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little bit of it in there. Um, and I, you know, and that's one of the things I was reading, too, on a few of the websites of as far as life coaches is that you don't... There is no licensure. There mm-hmm. is no school. There is... I mean, so any Joe Schmo could come out and be a life coach right. or, be, or be and, and claim to be one and start, you know, and so that's kind of, I think where you run into some of those issues is because people don't know for sure. And, yeah. You know, yeah. it might, whether it's for, you know, obviously it's, it, it maybe not should be, but it's, it's lumped into some of those categories of other businesses that people do that are just kind of a, you know, you're selling stuff on Facebook kind of thing. Sure. Just trying to yeah. jump in there. And, yeah. I think, I think you have to look at results and I have yeah, to, I yeah. think that, I think you have to look at the content. And so this is one of the things that I was going to talk about today is, um, so in a lot of ways, 
I think people feel like they have to commit to this multiple hundred or thousand dollar program to get in somebody's, you know, to get somebody's ear. But a lot of times, and this is what I really wanted to talk about is you can get a digital mentor, what I've called, or a digital coach by listening to their stuff that they produce on a podcast or buying a $10 book and reading it. I mean, what's the real risk of $10 here? Or by, you know, reading a blog post that they've made. If it resonates with you and if you find it helpful on that level, then maybe you could escalate that with that person and say... If, if this thing that I've gotten for free is valuable, yeah. how much more if I get their personal attention? So so are we are we going to make different levels here? I mean, um, obviously, I think there I, I know I've heard it before, but are we can is there is there self coaching? Is self coaching as effective? I mean, you know, if you're reading your books or listening to podcasts, no, nobody's giving you a, a personalized game right. plan. You're right. just you're building one based off of generic or somewhat general knowledge Mm -hmm. so you're just you know self-coaching yourself good sure bad sure i think it's better than not being coached at all not getting those inputs at all and that's why i'm a big proponent of people reading uh you know a a personal development book something like how to win friends and influence people like you can gain tremendous value out of that uh for a very low cost to entry yeah um i one of the issues I see with the coaching, and I think I think it could probably be proven to be very beneficial, though, is but is our our companies and obviously districts aren't because of the budget cuts willing to pay people because you know if you had a full time job it it wouldn't be affected. You know we have thirty five teachers, forty teachers in our building alone, mm-hmm. um, and we're one of five elementary schools. I would say we would need at least one coach full time just for our building. Yeah, yeah. But that's you know you're putting in. 15 or 20 full-time jobs across our district, that's a lot of money. Yeah. We're already cutting sure. teachers. And so yeah. will that will coaching, do you think, ever be important enough? Will, will people ever realize that the importance of it to actually want to be spending money on it? Sure. Yeah, I think, I think that you look at this from a business perspective or an educational perspective too, and it just seems to me like it's a very future-oriented thing. Um, The benefit of coaching isn't necessarily you come in and somebody has an awesome lesson plan and kids learn so much more that next day after that plan is deployed. It's the long run. It's over years. How much better do your teachers get? How much better do your employees get? Your next generation of leaders that you're investing in at your company, you know. Uh, Is your CEO going to be significantly better because they came from inside the company culture and were trained by people that care about the company? Uh, I think that it's it's a long term thing, and that's hard for, for a lot of and, companies, yeah. districts to to deal with the long term because you know I, I just I just see it in our in our building we have a lot of amazing teachers, but you're really left to your own devices to decide whether or not you're going to be amazing, right? And whether or not you're going to learn new things and look for new things and yeah. and yeah. become better. And even at that, you, you know, there's I know there's been times when I've I've asked questions to people about how I'm doing or what's what's going on here, and they've given me good answers, but. It wasn't exactly what I thought was going on. Like, you, I mean, it's just what we talked about. What I view of myself as doing is is different than what the outside views, mm-hmm. and that outside view really helped. And so, um, right, I could see it as being so beneficial in in my personal career and in so many other areas. And I just don't see it happening. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you think people yeah. just don't think about it? Yeah, I tend to think that people don't give themselves enough time for personal development in ways that are really attainable. Yeah. You know, I don't think, and this is my personal vendetta, I guess, because <laughs> I, I love to read 
self-growth books and stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. Uh, I just don't think people invest enough in that kind of thing. Yeah. So if you're listening to this podcast, I think that that's a good way to learn stuff, and it's a good way to get started. And there's a billion of them out there. That's right. For every anything you want, every learn. area of life. Yeah. 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 So, so hmm. there are a couple of things that I wanted to throw in here. One is kind of on the what is coaching, just for for perspective. Again, uh, listen to a podcast on Entree Leadership, which is uh, the Dave Ramsey business podcast. Okay, uh, with Brendan Sir, who's an NBA coach, um, and they do all sorts of coach training for business and yeah. consulting and stuff all around the world. But uh, one of the things that he said that I liked was coaching is taking people to places that they wouldn't have gone on their own. Okay. And so you think about, you know, LeBron James is an amazing player. He would probably be one of the top players in the world. But if he hadn't had coaches and people investing yeah. in him yeah. throughout the way, would he be the number one best player, you know, yeah. in the entire league? Maybe. Probably not. <laughs> I, you know, think of think of how many people have that potential and yes. never exercise it because they don't coach. get invested yeah. in. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then another one that I listened to that was relevant was I love Andy Stanley. Uh, he's the pastor of North Point Church. It's a huge church, and he has a podcast called Your Move, which I highly suggest. Man, we're getting into stuff that we don't usually suggest, huh? I know. I like it. It's yeah. good. <laughs> Branching out. <laughs> we'll see if people actually take the cue to... <laughs> <laughs> to, to be coached, right? That's right. Uh, so Andy Stanley talked about uh, Solomon, who you're pretty pretty familiar with Solomon if you've ever heard of anything biblical. He yeah. wrote so uh, Song of Solomon and yep. Proverbs and just super smart dude. Like the Bible says that he's the smartest guy that was ever alive. Yeah. People like foreign dignitaries would send representatives to learn from him. And he himself said that in the multitude of counselors, basically good decisions are made, uh, but they fail if you don't have enough counsel. And actually, if you study his story in the Bible, uh, he kind of got full of himself towards the end of his life. Yeah. And he was like, I'm the wisest dude. I can make the best decisions. Uh -huh. And he got all screwed up and messed up his family. Well, and it, you know what this, you know what this um, I, I feel proud of ourselves because I, I – I'm a, I I like you know we listen to these other podcasts like um like stuff you should know we just, well, I'll just keep mentioning it because we always do anyways <laughs> why not and you know they're it's on our, they're it's on our like per episode <laughs> shout out to Josh and Chuck <laughs> they're on like episode 700 right and they they reference back so many times mm -hmm. there'll be like how many times an episode and like oh this reminds me of something I'm like yeah well this is an episode about this I'm happy because this reminds me of um <laughs> but this uh this makes me think of the Dunning Kruger the episode that we did sure and that. You have to be at a certain level to realize you need coaching and the importance of coaching. Otherwise, you know, you might be at such a low level that you think you're amazing and you don't need a coach because you're so amazing when, in fact, you're actually so terrible you don't know. Right. But that's what this makes me think of is, you know, because of these really top people, the top people and the top coach, and the, they have coaches and advisors mm -hmm. and wise people around right. them right. Um, because – they know the importance of it. Exactly. So it they, they know how they know how smart they aren't. <laughs> yes, and so they surround themselves with smarter people. So that's, um, so I guess I need to find some smart people to surround myself with. Thanks, Adam. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I think this will be a pretty short episode. That's okay. But uh, so, what are ways to get started? We've talked about some ways to get started. What? Uh, well, what the would simplest you ones, and I mean, I mean, the easiest, the easiest and uh, freest would be. I mean, I don't want to make people stop listening to our podcast and listen to other ones. We kind of run that danger if we uh, 
<laughs> tell them to go find their podcast, but find some with your specific something specifically oriented to what you want to get better at. Sure, um, there's everything's out there, and I think so. There's what, podcasts on how to make better podcasts. What what we'll do as uh, I haven't listened to many of those, you know, <laughs> right? Uh, to be as helpful as we can in the show notes, we'll post some of our favorites because yeah. I listen to a lot of the personal development type stuff. So I'll post some favorites from certain topics. Yeah, and uh, yeah, go reference them. Go listen to. Well, some and even stuff. if it's not about the topic that you're into, I mean, and I'll Obviously, this is going to be a little different than what someone else might if they want to become a better at health or whatever. But for podcasting, based off of all the podcasts we had listened to, we kind of formed a game plan of how we wanted ours to go because right. of what they listened to. And right. so that's it, it doesn't, even if it's not a something specifically about what you're into or what you're, you know, you can still learn from it in, in that roundabout way. Mm-hmm. So. Absolutely. Yeah. Things tie together much better than you give them credit for. Yeah. When you learn something, you'll be amazed that just how you can apply it. Uh-huh. So so there's podcasts, which we'll post some other suggestions. Yep. Uh, and then on the slightly less free, but still very <laughs> accessible, uh, books. I love yes. books. And the, the cool thing about reading personal development books is that it's not necessarily personal attention, yep. but you will get something very personal out of it. Like you'll zone in on the things yes. that you need or that speak yep. out to you. Um. I really wish we had sponsors. Maybe we should. We should since we're gonna sometime we're gonna mention it. We could talk to them. But Audible dot com. Yeah, mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean that's you know I've um, off and on throughout the last uh, ten years I've been a part of their little uh, sign up thing where you pay like I think it's like fourteen or twenty dollars a month, but you get two books a month, mm-hmm. um, audio books. Which audio books by themselves are usually thirty or forty or fifty dollars. Right. And so if you do that thing, you get them a lot cheaper. But I don't read much. Um, paper-wise, I mm-hmm. listen to a lot of them. Mm-hmm. And so that's another way too. If you're just one of those people that doesn't want to, doesn't have time, wants to go run, wants to go do different things, yep. um, and has some headphone time, listen to us, and then, uh, yeah, listen to some of those books. Those books yep. that you talked about, you can find them in audio form, real easy. Yep. And again, like with the podcast, I'll post some of my favorite books to listen to for various yeah. topics, and it'd be a good time. I also suggest, uh, as far as career-wise, I mean, I guess you could do this. Life-wise, it'd just be kind of weird, but um, well, it may not be too weird. But you find people that are also very good at what you do and lean on them. Right. Um, I don't. I have never. I know I had. I have. I've had lots of random jobs, but you know, teaching is all I've ever done as far as a main career. So I don't really know the setup, the exact setup of other situations like what you would be in. Mm-hmm. But I've always leaned very heavily on the on a few people close to me as far as other teachers that I have felt are very good at what they do or very good at specific situations. And so I've leaned on them heavily to give me ideas or to run by ideas by them. Yeah. And so I, I really, I mean, and that's, that's so beneficial to have somebody to sit down and quote unquote, you know, shoot the crap with about positive things, obviously. Right. But, um, sure. so I, and that's, and now that's free and uh, you know, you, mm-hmm. you can get the benefit of sometimes friendships and stuff like that. Absolutely. So. Yeah. So, so, Adam, you're a teacher, and I work in a pretty a very large corporation. Yeah. Um, and even in my setting, I found it people are really accessible. Like you wouldn't, yeah. you wouldn't guess. Uh, I have never. I'll put it to you this way: I've never sent an email to somebody that I have regretted. Yeah. Whenever I've sent an email to a manager or a, a manager a couple levels above me, I've always found them to be really receptive, and yeah. they, people are are honored when you want to learn from them. Yeah. Uh, so there may be people that are too busy or that aren't interested, but I think that if you get in the game and you're looking for those people, yeah. you'll find them. And there's obviously different situations. You know, like my wife is a photographer, and. You know, if if there was some some 
upstart photographer that contacted her and was like, hey, can I come see all your shoots and see how you do everything so I can do it all the same way as you? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's a difference between stealing somebody's <laughs> right. business. You want and, your interest to be aligned. So yeah. I understand there's going to be some places that may not be quite as effective. What about, what about in like, uh, life? Let's, uh, I mean, I, I, I would imagine, I haven't done it personally, but I mean... You know, you have a friend that's a little bit healthier. Mm-hmm. But you have a friend that runs a lot. You have a friend that gives those things. I'm, you know, and you just say, "Hey, can I do this with you?" I don't doubt that there'd be any hesitation to a yes there. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so find the people that find people that uh, that do it, and you know. I think that's I think that's generally great advice, whether it's people you know or people you don't know. You know, yeah. if you want to if you want to succeed in your career, find somebody who is doing what you want to do. And then learn everything about them. Learn yeah. what they what they do, what they produce, what their history is. Uh, learn what things that they read, what things they suggest, what their habits are, and you yeah. can get a lot from that without ever really yeah. having to talk to them. Sometimes I feel like we're trying to be like a self help. That's my mo, man. <laughs> <laughs> we just we're usually talking about weird aliens and living underneath airports. Got to keep people on their toes. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. I guess for me though, I keep going back to if even if you're kind of sitting here thinking oh, I don't want to go talk to somebody about how to be better, I'm just fine. I'm doing great. Mm-hmm. What what this all brought came down to me was the idea is why why don't we have coaches? Because it makes right. so much sense. Right. It makes so much sense. The top people in all these other areas are coached. Mm-hmm. Why aren't Why aren't I? Yep. Yep. <laughs> I, I think it's kind of a chicken egg thing, right? Uh-huh. Is it Is it well they have this all this potential and the coach just brings it out. Well, yeah. don't you believe that you have potential to do better in no. something? No. Well, then you should probably just lay I'm down potentialist. and die. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, and then and then beyond that, of course, there's professional, you know, yeah. coaching in various yeah. fields. You could you could pay for a vocal coach to sing or yeah. public speak better, or a finance coach to help you yeah. manage your money better, or whatever. So. And I think that that could you know when you when you get into that realm, you you want to make you gotta want to want to make sure that you know exactly what you want to be coached. Yeah, in. and I, I suggest uh, starting with the the cheap things because yeah. then oh, yeah. you'll sort of have a, a basic foundation of yeah. this is what I'm looking for. These are the kind of people that yes. I want to connect with, what core values I want to have. A while back, them. yeah, it's been, I don't know, five or six years. We, I was doing triathlons and we were training and we were doing okay, but uh, there's three of us and we, we all kind of at once decided we all kind of suck at swimming. <laughs> uh-huh. So we found, you know, a, a lady, that's what was her job was to train triathletes and um she came out and videotaped us all swimming and mm-hmm. told us to do different things and different acti- you know and and it was and you know it was just a one session with her and so it wasn't very expensive but man it was worth it because there were just some dumb little things no matter how many youtube videos i watched or or technique <laughs> couldn't pictures, see what you were doing yeah, right or and wrong. man yeah. and it was actually i actually felt really stupid because after watching the you know after you know she basically just started with okay swim down and back i'm going to record you and mm-hmm. then we're going to start working on stuff i was like god i looked like a dead fish man <laughs> i was like you know in my mind i was just like that was smooth but man i looked like an idiot uh-huh. and then but little tweaks and little things it really helped a lot and so it was cool. it was so worth it um and so i definitely advise you know I, that kind of stuff so very cool very yeah. cool well so hopefully we've given you some good ideas and inspired you to uh you know, I'm a huge fan of, of any personal development kind of thing. I think yeah. it keeps your brain engaged and keeps you moving in the right direction. And yeah. uh, so hopefully we've given you some ideas and we'll post a ton of stuff in the show notes because between, between the two of us, we have a lot of things that yeah. have benefited us and, and we'd love to share them. <laughs> Welcome back, Travis. Thanks, man. <laughs> we'll, we'll get next, next week we'll get back to something more, uh, 
Uh, I don't know. I don't want to say conspiracy, but <laughs> it's not conspiracy at all. If I don't know, we gotta figure out what it's gonna be first. Fact. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. Okay. Well, um, visit our. I website. forget how we do this. How uh, we end? Yeah. Visit Look. our website, selfproclaimedintellectuals.com. Rate us on iTunes, please. Yes. Not please. Do it. <laughs> I'm coaching you to be a better person. If you want to be better in in your life, rate us. And if you don't, we're gonna make you do sprints. <laughs> we're gonna, what is it called? What's the one called where you go to like the free throw line? And suicides. Back? Suicides. Oh yeah, those are great. We're gonna make you do suicides. Those are great. Um, <laughs> we should go do one right now. Hey, this. let's plug this too. So okay. if you only listen to the podcast, you may also be interested in a new thing we've started where we post uh, blog articles. And they're fantastic. And we call them smarticles because <laughs> because it's very it's good. Clever. <laughs> uh, and here, I'll tell you how you know it's going to be fantastic. <laughs> it's because so far up to this point, it's only been Travis writing. <laughs> yeah, people are going to be like, oh, dang. <laughs> But yeah, th- those we're gonna try to post in the off weeks between yeah. uh, between audio podcasts. So if you want to go to the site and sign up for those, you can get them straight to your inbox. And they're great. What have you had so far? Why does your hair? Why do you think your hair grows faster? Yeah, why than... your why your hair appears to grow faster after being cut? Yep. And what was the other one? David and Goliath. Was uh, one of them. I thought we talked about that one. Oh yeah, no, it was why David beating Goliath wasn't all that much of a surprise. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So interesting stuff. It's because he had a coach. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't know that. God was his coach. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, yeah, check it out, and we'd love to hear from you guys. See you next time. Bye. <laughs>